and you're very welcome to a very, very special episode of the Irish Photography Podcast. Well, do you hear that? Do no. You don't hear that? No. Well, <coughs> our listeners might be able to hear it, but we can certainly, 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 <laughs> we can certainly see it. Uh, we are literally on the Wild Atlantic Way. We are doing a podcast from the seaside. Mm-hmm. In your native county, Darren. In How County Cork. I'm great. We're down in Three Castle Head and you know we're here for the day. It's stunning day. We yeah. heard, you know, thunder and lightning. Well we heard thunder. We yeah. didn't see the lightning, but it was in the distance. Hasn't come here, it's been crystal clear skies for some part of the day. Yeah. Good clouds as well at other parts of the day, but ultimately, yeah. Fantastic to be here and uh, you know, to record a podcast now from the Wild Atlantic Way there. So this is our first time doing it. It is, yeah. It is. It's cool though. It's nice. I mean, like, we're literally sitting here in deck chairs. It's about, what, 17, 18 degrees temperature? Yeah, yeah. And it, oh, Jesus, did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Some woman just sneezed up the road there. Jesus, it scared me. <laughs> but, uh, no, I couldn't be any better. The wind is about eight, nine kilometers an hour, and it's just so tranquil, so relaxing. I just, it's not that I feel at home here. Clown to clear is kind of my home away from home. Mm. But it's certainly sure as hell nice to come down here and visit West Cork. Well, you know, I've said it before, like West Cork is an area that is underexplored, I think. And yeah. Even from us now today when we were driving down here, I mean, of course, you know, when we're looking for different types of life, but I knew we were coming to something special. And where mm. we are is quite special, you know, because for any of our listeners that have been down to where we are at the moment, which is Three Castle Head, it's three castles on a head. So it does exactly yeah, yeah. what it says in the tin, but it's a beautiful lake in front of that. But either side of that as well, you've got a hundred foot cliffs. Yeah. So, you know, people go to the Faroe Islands for something like this. And we have it <laughs> right here <laughs> with some castles true. as well on top of that. You know, there was another lake, an upper lake. Did yeah. you see that? I yeah. saw in the drone footage. Yeah. Uh, I didn't cop until the last kind of battery went dead. But yeah, I might, might kind of take a trip up there in a while. Yeah, go back can up. do. Yeah, we're here for sunset anyway. Yeah. So it's now seven o'clock. Uh, or is it 8 o'clock? It's 8 o'clock now, so we've two hours until uh, sunset. Yeah. So after we've finished recording the podcast, we'll be booking it yeah, yeah. back up that hill and back over to uh, that beautiful spot to catch your sunset. So let's tell our listeners how we kind of started the day, what have, what have we been doing for the day? So, Well, it started quite early, actually, you know, so 8, eight o'clock, well, actually, half a seven this morning, you arrived at my house, mm. uh, and we hit the road. We went down um, to, like I say, West Cork. Um, we've gone up and we've expla- explored the area quite well I suppose for the first recce yeah. um, but we'll be going back now again to have a look around did some beautiful uh, drone flying as well I think it looks drone it flying. looks fantastic from the ground but it looks so much it comes alive doesn't it it's like a whole new world whole new world from the air it's yeah. absolutely incredible and you know it's right next to Mizzenhead which is the most southerly point of Ireland so five kilometres yeah five kilometres from here um, and again you know it's perfect conditions there's very little wind the sun is shining behind us now at mm. the moment. I did get a bit sunburned out today, to be fair. So that's a lot that I did today <laughs> uh, in my pale skin. Like, but you know what? It's fantastic. And as always, it's great to be back out again now uh, yeah. after so long, you know. And I mean, look, you know, what's this? Two hours away from Cork City? Yeah. You know, yeah. Th- it's nothing Amazing. really. And there's so much, I think, even on this headland alone to explore. But you were uh, you were treated to a two-course meal today, were you? I was. I was, yeah. For those of us that follow us on Instagram, <laughs> you would have seen the fantastic meal that Chef Ramsey, or Chef, <laughs> Chef O'Donovan, uh, made for us this evening. So we had a beautiful steak, some corn yeah. to cob, 
and uh, some rice. rice as well. Yeah, yeah. and uh, pepper sauce. Pepper sauce, yeah, mm. and washed down now as well because we parked up, so it's good. Yeah. So washed down with a nice beer. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what else I know? Take <laughs> <laughs> You didn't need to have sound effects there. You would have made it yourself. I don't know why you did it. <laughs> yeah, I know. So tell me, Dermot, what are we what are we talking about this evening? So it's this evening. It's not going to be a long podcast. Uh, I just kind of wanted to touch base on the value of kind of education and courses, uh, simply because. To some of our favorite photographers in the world of photography and YouTube have all kind of released some new courses as of uh, late. So you've Michael Shane Bloom, who is uh, the time lapse master. I mean, this dude is just next gen stuff, and uh, his content. Now I've kind of started binging it in the last few days. You still have yet to catch up, and his knowledge and know-how of what to do and when to do is just an eye opener and. If I don't mean toot my own horn, but I knew a lot of it already, but it's just refining the skills that will kind of push me over the edge to kind of help me out. But I still feel like I'm stuck in my wide angle. I need to get back on a telephoto and do some time lapses with a telephoto lens, which he loves doing. Interesting. And also, I would like to talk about the F4 road trip. I mean, that thing was just absolutely... I'm only three episodes in, and, like, you watched it all. You I binged, binged a lot it, of it. Like, yeah, yeah, a lot of it, yeah. And, and this is the beauty of it. Like, we're away here in the Wildlandic Way, and we sat down in the back of the camper, and the two of us watched episode three on the iPad Pro with cinema surround sound in the van. It was just... It was great. It's class. Like, well, so. y- you know what, right? So, let's start with Michael Chamberlain, right? Yeah. So, you know, we had him as a guest on the podcast. I knew he was good. Mm. You knew he was great in regards to from the time-lapse point of view. But now when you see, as, I've, as you say, I've watched a couple of episodes of it, I mean, the level of detail that the guy has yeah. is incredible. And, you know, he's released this course. It's the um, Masterclass. Yeah. And it is a master class because, you know, from your point of view, you started in time lapses last November, November when yeah. you went to the place that we shan't remember, shan't <laughs> uh, mention. Um, <laughs> but even at that, you've done a number of different time lapses then or since then. And now, when you look at this course, what do you think is it going to do in regards to your time lapses specifically? It's to really tweak them, you know, because I think I had a good base ground, a good, like I said, base of what I was doing, I, l- I made a lot of mistakes early, so I could, like we talked about this in the podcast, so I wouldn't make them on our trips abroad. But I think it's the nitty gritty stuff, like certain settings and certain things to do in certain situations where I would have totally effed it up. I would have made a bit of a buzz of a certain situation, uh, especially the day to night time lapses. I wouldn't have had a clue how to do them before in any way, shape, or form. But they're really kind of starting to come alive now. I'm not saying that I've done one perfectly in any shape or form, but look, it's it's still starting to come off, and I'm really excited to see what is going to come to date. So I'm really excited tonight. I'm going to try my hand at doing a proper one. And I think what he kind of taught me in that course was the the interval between each photograph. I think that was that's what's key, because before I would have taught, okay shoot maybe 25 seconds for your exposure for the light and then as it gets brighter, you know, maybe switch it into aperture priority. Or, I don't know, just kind of do something, kind of make it up as I go along. But now after watching and doing this course, I know exactly what to do, but I can't exactly just spill all the beans here in the podcast because, you know, the guy has to sell a course. He used to, he used to make True. some money. Like, True so, story, yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, I can't wait to kind of 
get my teeth into it a bit more and kind of learn about more about what he does and immerse myself in it. So on this course, right, he has a number of different things that he covers. So if you've never done time lapses before, this course is for you. Oh, yeah. If you've done time lapses before, then this course is even more for you because you can refine that. Yeah. But then you mentioned something to me which I'd never heard about, which is even another level above that again in a type of time lapse that he would do. What's yeah. that? Which one is that? <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned one there. Oh, today, tonight. Uh, no, it's like a kaleidoscope or something. Oh, like the oh yeah, 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 the kaleidoscope time lapse. I still don't know how to do it, but uh, it, sorry, I just totally kind of forgot about that. Yeah, that, like I rang you, or no, I didn't, I sent you a voice message saying, oh man, you really need to get onto episodes, was a tree on the gear part, you know, and um, he starts talking about, you know, what he used for certain things, and he has this time lapse. Uh, which he used kind of this kaleidoscope effect for his time lapse in this kind of city and urban scene. And oh, darn, it just blew my mind, blew my socks off. I just, I couldn't freaking believe it. So I had to voice message you straight away because it was late. I do understand, you know, so I was like, oh my God, this is freaking amazing. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like you said there in regards to doing a time lapse from a city point of view, yeah. you haven't done that yet. No, I haven't. And no. I think that could be really, really interesting to do mm. as well. Yeah. Because, you know, okay, standard time-lapse, landscape. So you get movement in clouds. Yeah. You go to a cityscape, you've got traffic. You've got lights if you're doing it in the evening time as well. And I, something I've often really looked at, I suppose, in awe is when you see cityscape time-lapses because you can see all the movement that's going mm. on. House of Cards. everything going through it. Exactly. House of Cards, when you mm. look at the intro on House of Cards, that's a hyperlapse. But it's incredible as well because ah, my cooker. it's not just, uh, you know, a static image either because like the camera is moving too. Mm. And, you know, you've done these when you were in Norway yeah. and you're using the slider. And yeah. now if you put the slider into effect, it completely changes the whole idea of a time lapse, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's, 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 it's monumental what you can do with this course. And one thing I, I would actually love to touch base on is flickering and I think that turns a lot of people off time lapses because okay. it's kind of an unwanted thing that people are going to get but you have to understand that it doesn't matter if you're Michael Shamblum, it doesn't matter if you're Darren Spoonie or Michael Johnson whoever he is right mm -hmm. you're more than likely going to get a small bit of flickering nearly every time lapse you do but it's the programs that you use to alleviate that problem so it's things like LR time lapse is a program that you can buy uh, which is absolutely amazing. I bought that before. I bought the course as well. Right. So I was kind of lucky that I had it yes. already. Um, but that thing is just amazing. So, And then Michael then gives you these tips and tricks to stop the flickering in camera okay. before you kind of get to... Well, reduce it in camera before you get to post. You know, So I think that's an important kind of trick or some rules that he has to kind of help you along mm. to kind of get the most of your time-lapse and you know like for me I've never really done time-lapses before and mm. I you know I've borrowed one of your shiny things there for this trip which <laughs> is your rhino slider and I've done a couple of those as well using my G7X so it's, you know it's not the big camera like that but it's a small yeah, yeah. camera but it's actually crazy when you think of it that like I can go from not doing anything and not knowing what it is I've watched a couple of episodes and bang I'm already set and I'm by no way shape or form getting it right yeah but 
I can see myself going, okay, I can get better at that. I can get better at this. Because it's it. a whole different dimension. I mean, I love watching it in your vlogs. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I'm going to try and add a couple of those into my own. But cool. what I like about the slider thing as well, with the time lapse combined, is that you've got that movement. So it's up or down or left or right or front or back. And then everything else as well moving in the distance. So let me ask you a question. If um, the clouds are moving from left to right. Yeah. Should your slider go from right to left? Or should it match the well, that'll, the that'll accentuate the movement of the clouds even more and make it look like they're moving faster than they really are because one is going, it's like traffic, do you know? But if your head follows a car as it's driving along from left to right, then the clouds look like they're stationary. Mm -hmm. But then your, <laughs> your castle or your, your stop sign, whatever your kind of focal point was originally, mm -hmm. then that looks like it's moving, but everyone else is kind of staying uh, still. Yeah. You know, but it's... Uh, it doesn't matter. The only thing that's limiting you in these time lapses is your own creative, is your own creativity and ability. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, too. I mean, look. You know, <coughs> again, me. like if you're going to be learning to take photographs properly, take the camera out of auto. Oh, if yeah. you're going to make time lapses, you have to take it out of auto because yeah. the camera is going to go schizophrenic trying to change evaluate and, everything exactly for the light that's going mm. to be ever changing. Whereas you know what it's done right. So with a time lapse, is it effectively? more or less what a movie if is is that it's a sequence of images put together as a moving frame so 24 frames a second or whatever yeah, it yeah. been. so if you wanted to do a 10 second clip you have to take 240 shots approximately yeah more or less yeah so and then to be able to put it together then you use thing called Lightroom time-lapse yeah so uh, it's not Lightroom time-lapse it's actually just LR oh, time-lapse okay sorry yeah so but that works in conjunction with Lightroom or bridge as well Adobe bridge so yeah that's what i would use so take my images uh don't import into lightroom i go straight to lr time lapse edit from there and then it goes it kind of hooks up with lightroom then as the process goes along brilliant uh, i don't want to go into it too much you know because people have to learn and people yeah, of have course to yeah, yeah. Of but it's a teaser yeah. and it's a taster yeah. i suppose really in regards yeah. to what it actually can do yeah yeah oh, it's just like i said the only thing limited is your creative creativity, man. Why so can't I say that word properly? I don't know. Um, so let me, let me ask you, I suppose, one other question, I suppose, yeah. on, on that. Like I've said I've used my G7X. That's a compact camera, and I don't even use it for photos, but it's actually quite good for doing that. Mm -hmm. right? um, I can use any Canon, any Nikon, once I can control the shutter speed. I can take the photograph, and then I can bring it back in afterwards and put it together. But where people get mixed up, I think, and what I see the difference between an absolutely mind-blowing time-lapse and one that's not quite there is the mo the movement of the clouds. It's all juttery. Yeah. So they're either getting their interval wrong or they're getting their uh, exposure time wrong. Is that it? Uh, a bit of both. So your interval, like no one likes, well, I don't know, but I think no one likes the time lapses that move way too fast. Yeah. I mean, like it's going like 100 million mile light years an hour and it's going, it doesn't make any sense. There's no story. There's no texture to the image. You know, so what you want, what I like, my style is a very, very uh, slow shutter speed. So maybe a second, two seconds max. But you can you can go either side of it. Isn't, there's no rule. But the higher your shutter speed, right, the more your uh, you might introduce flicker. So if you're shooting okay. at like 250 of a second or 500 of a second, there's more chance of you getting flicker in your image than you would be from, uh, just say, a second or half a second of an image. And plus, the clouds seem to kind of melt away into each other when you're shooting kind of that kind of shutter speed of an image for your time lapse. Hmm, okay, and let me ask you a final, final question <coughs> in regards to this in the Michael Shane Bloom course. So you say that you're going to give Astro 
ago oh, yeah. from a time-lapse point of view. We'll see what so happens. So <laughs> hopefully if we get clear skies this evening, we might get a glimpse of the Milky Way. Now it's going to come up at around about 11 o'clock and yeah. you know, we're in the middle of the summertime, so it's not going to get overly dark. But what are you going to do differently there now to set up for that? Are you just going to take your photos like you normally would and then bring it into LR time-lapse later? Or are you going to have to do something different to be able to no. capture those mm. photos this evening? Uh, it all depends what you do in camera. You know, your shutter speed and your interval, that's what's what, that's what key and that's what you got to learn in what situation. Like, I had no idea you to kind of change your setup and because of the milky and what happens, you know, your interval for that. So I know now. I'm going to put it into effect. I'm not going to do. I might not do a day, day tonight, or sorry, night to day, because it's going to be too long. So I might just do the Milky Way tonight and think about my composition and how uh, I'm going to light that composition then as well. Because uh, we got to figure out if there's a full moon, half moon, no moon, no moon. So we're going Three to struggle. The moon comes up. So, so what we might do is try to use a silhouette more than anything else. So we might go up to the castle, have the castle pitch dark, and then have the Milky Way move behind that. So it gives a bit of balance, gives a bit of depth to the image. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's uh, that's my side of things. But come here, look, we're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back with the F4 road trip side of things. But look, guys, if you are interested in shooting your time lapses, or this is something that you really want to get into. You can go on to Michael Shane Bloom's Masterclass Visuals kind of thing me jig Master of Visuals. Master of Visuals. That's yeah. the one. That's the one. But we will leave a link down below and you can see it on our Facebook page. And look, it doesn't cost you anything extra. It's actually half price, believe it or not, for the mm -hmm. first 500 students. So jump in and get it now. It's coming in at $149. And if you use our code, affiliate code, it doesn't cost you anything extra. But you know what? It helps us keep the lights on here at the podcast. So we'd really, really appreciate it. It kind of helps us out a small bit. We never really ask for anything uh, ever. Story, yeah. So yeah, without further ado, let's go for a break and we'll be right back. I'm Gavin Hardcastle and you're listening to the very tremendous Irish Photography Podcast. And you're very welcome back to the Irish Photography Podcast. And we're sitting here looking at a stop sign and a ring boy and a yellow and brown black pole. And <laughs> some gorgeous stacks that are just out here and over on the headland as well. Sure. We've got mizzen head. So we talked about it at the start, about road trip, the F4 road trip. And we are on our own road trip, to be honest. And we got to sit down and watch episode three and we talked about it. And... I think it's an absolutely amazing series so far. And we're on, I'm only three episodes in. But what I want to talk about was is the education side of things for that course. What's it going to bring to the viewer? Like, I'm only three episodes in, so I've learned a bit about wave photography, which I kind of I knew some things, but now it's kind of refined me now that a little bit better. I feel like I have more of an arsenal the next time I go in a winter storm or something like mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. well you know what right like you've watched three episodes i've watched a lot i binged the whole lot of it and it's actually phenomenal what they've created um because you know you have four top of their game landscape photographers yeah and you have one top of his game videographer greg and greg mm. to me played an absolute blinder during the whole lot of it because the idea and what they're doing with it is that it's it's a course it's for you to learn but you have four instructors in the same place and they're talking in regards to how they would approach the shot. So you're learning in regards to from a compositional point of view. Yeah. You're also learning in regards to the technical side of things. And as you say, from the wave photography, that's one genre. The first episode is when they're in a like a jungle um, and it's pissing rain. 
So, okay, you have to play a certain set of skills there. And then, you know, you go to where this waves were. And we spoke about it when we had Nick Page on the podcast, which was Cape Disappointment. Yeah. And it's not, it shouldn't be called Cape Disappointment. Oh, it should oh, be Cape, oh my God, this place is incredible. <laughs> Cape, oh my God, this place is incredible. <laughs> like, because, you know, I, I remember watching Nick's video. And then when I see this on episode three of the F4 road trip as well, and they're in the same spot. Now, there's a shed load of people that are there. And they're all taking the photos as well at the same time. And for the guys to be able to rock in there, get this incredible location, incredible conditions, and not only get oh, some sublime photos, but also teach you how to do that. So as you say, you know, I'm looking forward now. I mean, we're sitting here, there's barely a wave. Yeah. I'm looking forward to when it comes to the winter time and you can get back out. And we know now what we've learned from that one episode alone to be yeah. able to, to, to deal with it, you know? Yeah. But I think, you know, moreover, so like if you think in regards to the content that the guys have created, so they're on a road trip. They're getting different conditions, different locations, and different skill sets that are needed each time they go to a different location. Yeah. But for, like, for example, Thomas Heaton, he'd never been to any of these places before. <laughs> so, okay, Nick Page had been, but now you see from our eyes, if we go to a place that we haven't been to before either, what are we going to do? And you see how he's doing it. And like I say, Greg goes along and says, okay, Thomas will do a, a lesson on how he is learning and what he has done and what he's taking his photograph and how he's setting it up. And then immediately he's straight over to the other side of where they are to get yeah. Adam or to get Gavin or to get Nick. And I think, you know, from an educational point of view, you are getting lots and lots and lots of locations, lots of great advice. But you know, one of the things that I love about it as well, as you even said it yourself when you watched the first episode, the humour. Man, I broke my balls laughing from episode one. I mean, I just fell off the chair. My dad has nothing to do with photography. Ever since he was a kid, he, he did a bit, you know. But he actually loved it. He wants to call over and watch episode two. <laughs> and like, no, dad, this is, no, you got your, you got your fix now, you know. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Uh, and like there's 10 episodes in total on the course. Ah, oh, it's brilliant. So like you can learn in the field, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah. Um, but then on top of that, like I was saying to you there, you know, that like you get the images and everything else to edit. And there's one of the images that you get to edit, which is one of Nick's images that he took at Cape Disappointment. They're unbelievable. I mean, so I was talking to Gavin, right, on a one-to-one -one series. It should probably been out by now, you know. And he talks about spend almost spending five grand on a Peter Lick photograph one time. <laughs> right, he okay. had five grand. He was going to go buy a Peter Lick photograph. You know, and then he went in and uh, they quote him like something close to 40 grand. So he walked clean back out of yeah, the shop. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? If I saw, like, why Nick doesn't have a gallery, mm. I'll never understand because I would send serious, spend serious bucks on some of those photographs mm. that he produces from those waves because it's just, it's, it's an art. It, ju it just hands down, it's art. There's no other word for it. It's just amazing. Well, like, if I could try and paint a picture, I suppose, for the listeners, right? So we would have shared the image before that Nick had taken at Cape Disappointment. So, you know, you've got this cliff, you've got this wave that comes in, it bounces off the cliff, and then another wave catches it and it goes up high into the air and you get a, a kind of a curl back and a curl forward. That's the image that he took before. And he had the birds around that and everything else, and that was sublime. Mm. But this image that he got, it's the, the wave goes straight up. It's yeah. like a spike of water. But the light that was coming through it, and as you say then, you know, just in regards to 
how he produces that image and the editing that he would do on it. Ah, it's just and now you get to see him do that and you get to learn how he's done that and you get to see exactly the process that he would take. But you can also follow through because you've got the image too. Yeah. So you can do exactly the same thing on your own computer and try and replicate <laughs> try, try. Yeah, <laughs> what Nick is doing. You know, but even at that, like the, the images that they're, that they're giving people to be able to play with, yeah. they're incredible images. Yeah. They're top, top quality. And they're copyrighted still, so you can't yeah, exactly you can't, use yeah. them. Just, you can't. just to clarify. Yeah, you, know, no, you can't. You can't bring it into your local camera club and go, no. this is, this is my monthly competition. <laughs> <laughs> the theme was big waves. I kind of went to the States and got this one. What do you reckon? Yeah. I went to, uh, what was it, uh, Cape Hope or whatever. Cape Disappointment. Cape Disappointment. Yeah. But you know, there's another part as well, like in a couple of the other episodes where they went to the desert, right? Okay. You'll get to that when you see it. And some of the photographs there are Phenomenal. just... Phenomenal. That's Michael Perea's kind of stamping ground, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, you know, it's, I've never photographed a desert. Have you? No. I've never been <laughs> in the desert. Have you? Well, one time back in Band... No. <laughs> <laughs> in Bandon, is it? <laughs> band camp. <laughs> in Band camp, yeah. <laughs> film, uh, was American Pie. American well, Pie, one yeah. Time, band, band camp, camp yeah. <laughs> but I mean, look, you know, something that when I watched all the episodes, number one, it really motivated me to create. Mm. And number two, I wanted to go and see all these beautiful locations. Now, I mean, they went down the west coast of the US. I mean, we've got the west coast of Ireland here. Yeah. So, you know, there's nothing saying that Ireland couldn't do something similar in regards to what is on offer from the incredible scenes that we have all along the whole coastal area. Yeah. 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 So, you know, would you think that if you were over in the States with them going down on the trip with them, would you have gotten the same quality images as them or would you have gotten better or would you have gotten slightly less? I think I would get just as good, but they're going to trounce me them in the editing side of things because they are absolutely wizards at it. Mm. I'm not. Yeah. I, I like to think that I'm good at it, which I think I am, but they're, they're different, tapping the game, different gravy. Yeah, yeah, different. You know, especially Nick and Gavin. They're, those dudes are just sick of it. Like. Yeah, they're very, very good, you know. And mm. I suppose, you know, the, 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 thing on, the other thing then on that is when in regards to the whole course, like I alluded to a moment ago, like you get a top quality videographer. Like the thing that he had to do there to tell that story <laughs> and to keep a straight face, and you'll see it as you go through it, to keep a straight face. Isn't there uh, some guy called Brody coming to this, is he? There is, yeah, because if... Uh, uh, hey, man! Yeah, <laughs> un un unfortunately, somewhere during the trip, poor old Greg was fired. Um, no! Yeah, yeah, so, you know, they kind of quickly realised then that that was a mistake, so like, they were lucky. They were lucky that they found... I won't say any spoilers, but they were lucky that Brody agreed to, uh, to, okay, look forward to, to take that. up the mantle and continue it on but you know okay. it's a phenomenal course it's a phenomenal series the, 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 the like I said the humour is underlying and the whole lot of it is excellent yeah. um, and I guess I can't wait now just to even get in and try and edit the images myself and see if I can copy <laughs> I mean look Nick will probably say open Photoshop and I'll say where's that Do you know what <laughs> I mean? but still at the same point it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a really really good course and it's great for people to be able to learn uh, and learn in the field from four, like I said, from the, from the outset, four landscape, photographer, landscape photographers who are top of their game. Yeah, I think it's, it's a deal of a century. Like, and to be honest, they got kind of a, quite a, a bit of slack. They and did, I yeah. think it's totally undeserving because think of it like they, they were on the road for three weeks, but they've spent the last six months of their lives editing doing this and yeah. putting this all together so like Gavin said again on the one to one series you could work at McDonald's and you'd probably come up with more money than they, they, they will yeah absolutely yeah. and you know look it's one thing about doing the 21 days it's getting there as well 
the cost of fuel, which you will see as you go through this again. But next guy is going to start it out. Yeah, he's got a guy. Yeah, he's got a guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a guy. <laughs> I don't have a guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, not only that, but putting the whole act together and then to all wrap that up into one package, I think, is phenomenal. And I'm looking forward to watching the kind of the yeah. behind the scenes as well, you know, so that will be uh, really interesting too. So, yeah, I think that's um, a great course and I think, you know, people should go get it. I mean, okay, it's... 299 euros it, people would say oh, it's expensive but it's not for what you're getting but you can break it up into two as well they have kind of like they have um, the se- you can buy the series on its own as well to yes you up. can and then you can just buy the tutorials you can, yeah. so if you can't afford the whole package yeah. go and just go get the, the other thing so, and then maybe in a few months or whatever when you have enough money you can get the other one exactly you yeah, know, exactly. because there's three tutorials per photographer yeah and images yeah phenomenal for the amount of content that you have like I say from people that are on top of their game I think it's really really good yeah ah, it's amazing yeah so amazing. you know what look uh, again like we said from the outset learn invest in yourself do courses because you know I'm, I've learned from the F4 road trip and I've already learned from Michael Shamblum so yeah. I'm looking forward now this evening to kind of hopefully learning from you from what you've learned from Michael because you're so cool. far ahead yeah yeah absolutely awesome right John what we're going to do we're going to wrap this up now because the sun is going down Quite rapidly now, actually, yep. to be honest with you. Nearly as fast and as my beer. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to get up and uh, shoot that. And I don't want you drinking any more beer because you won't be able to get up that hill. I'll crawl up the hill. <laughs> I'm not yeah. waiting for that. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I'll leave you behind like the, in Norway. The, the sun. The sun. <laughs> I was. Oh! Jeez, that hurts. That hurts. That hurts. All right. So right, okay. on that note, yeah. Okay, yeah. Thanks very much, guys. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in to the Irish Photography Podcast. If you'd like to further your experience, do jump onto the Facebook page, answer a few questions. I'm Dermot, that's Darren. That's all you need to kind of say. And uh, go over to Instagram, give us a like and a share and all that malarkey. And uh, yeah, I'm going to run through this fast because I want to get out of here. Guys, thank you very much for listening to this short podcast. And we hope you really enjoyed it. And uh, we'll see you next week. All right? Slong of fall, everybody. Hey-o. Hey, guys. If you dig what you're hearing, why don't you jump over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and don't forget to share with your friends. With all that done, we'll see you next week. And remember, keep shooting.